guys, what's up? Welcome to this episode. I am your host, Trayvell. I'm so excited you are here today. Um, this is episode number six, and just really quick, so I'm going to be ending season one of episode ten, so there'll be four more episodes, then we'll cut off and head into season two um, shortly after that. So thank you once again for tuning in. We're going to start off with a prayer, and we're going to dive right into the subject of do you believe what you pray? So God, I just pray right now that you would just guide my lips and give me the words to say, Lord. I pray that you be glorified alone and nothing else. I wouldn't be glorified, but only you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's get started. So the topic today is do you believe what you pray? So I have a lot of scripture for this one, and... Obviously, everything else God has just laid on my heart for this subject. So, the first thing is that, you know, when you pray, it does not have to be a repeated over and over script. Okay, so, what prayer, what praying is, is literally like, like if I go up to one of my friends and talk to them, I don't talk about the same thing every single time. We talk about something different every time, right? So, when you pray, don't think of it as you have to say the same thing over and over and over, and it's a process. It's, like, repeated. I'm going to just, like, I really really want to show y'all what praying is. So, the first thing is that, you know, the Holy Spirit told me, like, we can say the fanciest things and say all kinds of things when we pray. But if we don't believe what we pray, then it's useless. Sometimes it's better to say the name Jesus and believe it versus saying words just to make you sound good. And God, let's just be honest, maybe we try to sound good because of our insecurities in ourselves, And because someone else prayed like that, they got attention. So we want attention as well. So we pray like that just so we get attention. Which is why we also need to pray that, God, you get the glory alone. So... To continue on with that, if you don't know how to pray, then ask God how He wants you to pray. It may not be the way you want to pray, but it, but the only thing that matters is what He desires. Right? It doesn't matter what you desire. It's the way He wants, and what He desires is better than anything we could ever desire. Jesus even said when He was teaching us to pray that we need to pray for God's will, not ours. So in Matthew 6, 9-13... You want to turn to that real quick. Jesus is teaching us how to pray. He says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So take that, like just look at that. It says, Jesus is saying this. Alright, Jesus is God. Okay, it says, Your kingdom come, your will be done. Continues on to say, Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So I want to continue on with that. So Jesus literally teaches us exactly how to pray. It may not be the flashiest way. It doesn't have a ton of words. But if it moves mountain and glorifies God, then that's all that matters. You know, I wonder sometimes... If I pray a certain way just to sound like a Christian, if I'm not humble in my prayer and want to make sure that no one but God get the glory, then what does it matter? What does it matter, guys? 
So I want to read this story in Acts 12, 5 through 10. Um, it's pretty decent, so I'm going to read through it pretty fast. Um, so Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to, to God for him. So Peter was in jail, was confessing his faith, got put in jail. Uh, so, can you, uh, so to continue on, the night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains, and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone, a light shone in the cell. Notice this. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. Because these people earnestly seek God and were humble enough to pray, humble enough to pray and earnestly seek Him, this is what happened. The angel came to him and said, Quick, get up. Like, instantly, the chain fell off of Peter's wrist. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Continues on. I'm actually not going to read it all, but I just want to get these key points in that because the earth, because I'm sorry, because the church was earnestly seeking God and earnestly praying to God, finally, because they earnestly seeked Him, because they were humble. If you remember the episode before when I talked about um, pride, we went um, in Second Chronicles. I think yeah, it's either, it's either First or Second Chronicles, but. What it was talking about was that, you know, we have to understand. It says that, yep, Second Chronicles, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, "I have heard your prayer and chosen this place." Okay, let me. It says, "If people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Then I will forgive their their sins, and only then will I heal their land." Guys, if we would take the time, be humble, pray, and seek God, maybe the miracle you've been asking for and praying for will actually happen. When we pray in pride, we're not going to get anywhere. I think I mentioned that um, in the last episode as well. So let's just continue. So the the I, I really love this, what the Holy Spirit just really spoke to me. I love this so much because if you've ever heard the verse about how it takes a mustard it mustard seed size faith to move a mountain, a lot of people leave out the rest of that verse. We can get to in a minute. So I was praying and it just came to me that the Bible says it takes a mustard seed of faith to move a mountain. And you know that's great and all, but let's think about it. If you have mountain sized faith, but a mustard seed of doubt Whatever you're praying for, whether it's a miracle, whether it's changing someone who's really in a tough spot in life, asking for the salvation of someone, praying for revival, you know, if you have a mustard seed of doubt, it's not going to work. Let's re- let's read the rest of that verse. So this is Mark eleven twenty three. So it's I, it says, "I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen." All right, let's read the rest of this. I feel like we always kind of leave this. We miss this part. It says, but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Faith, you know, guys, let's think. Okay, so faith is a very hard test. And it can really prove whether you believe in what you say or not. If you believe in what you pray and have true faith like Jesus said, then, you know, when you actually 
pray and you believe what you pray, you know, even though your prayer wasn't answered yet, does not mean you don't have faith. Maybe God just said, wait, no, etc. But, it, I mean, there's just so much in the Bible that teaches us how to pray. And I, re- like, I just really feel in my heart that we need to, we need to really treat God like the best father in the world. We, I mean, he is. We, need, we, we don't just need to treat him like he is. We need to believe he is because he is. He is the best father you can ever ask for. Praying to God is just having a conversation with him. Just talk to him. There's no like, there's there's no like a uh, special um, words you can say to move God's heart. You alone can move God's heart if you choose to. You know, there's there's a way of praying in pride, and praying in pride. I'm pretty sure, like I said, I mentioned this in the previous episode about pride. But usually, when you pray in pride, it's you're at, you're asking for things you want, not things you need. You know, sometimes we need to realize that we can't always, we cannot always expect an answer um, for a prayer as soon as we ask for it. We can't always expect that to happen. You know, there's times it's going to take a while. It may take years before your prayer gets answered. But when it gets answered, I promise those that, that year... Those 30 years of praying for that are, were worth every single second you prayed. I want to read some scripture. It says in Psalm 17:6, I am praying to you because I know you will answer. Oh God, bend down and listen as I pray. Daniel 6:11. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. This is a story from Daniel and Lion's Den. You should remember this story. If you don't, okay, that's fine. Um, you know, pretty much the king had ordered a decree that no one can pray to any other god except the king. Read the whole story in Daniel to get really into the details. And, you know, Daniel was a very faithful man to God, and he chose to pray anyway. So he's praying in faith, really, right now. Psalm 69.13 says, But I keep praying to you, Lord, hoping... This time you will show me favor in your unfailing love. Oh God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Mark eleven twenty five says, But when you are praying, first, forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. We can't be praying in unforgiveness and praying in anger. If we pray with anger and pray in unforgiveness, I would not ask for forgiveness if I were you, because it's not going to happen. God will not forgive those who do not forgive. If you want to be forgiven, you need to forgive as well. I sin so many times a day. I need forgiveness every single second of the day. And that's a lot of asking for forgiveness. And I, if I don't forgive one person, I mean, because I, I need God's forgiveness. I need his forgiveness so bad. Nehemiah 1.6 says, Listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying day and night for your people, Israel. I confess that we have sinned against you, Lord. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. He's humble enough to say, even I have sinned. You know, Daniel said one time, I'm sorry, David. David said in one of his Psalms, I will allow my eyes no rest. 
because he's going to pray so hard and so earnestly seek him. And I'll show you a verse that's like very, very convicting. Uh, Jesus really like dropped, no, he just dropped the mic on the Pharisees. Mark chapter 6, 5, and I'm going to read verse 5 and 7. Uh, verse 5 says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. We're going to go ahead and go to verse 7. It says, When you pray, I love this so much, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. I just feel the Holy Spirit so, like, just so hard right now. It's like, we can't, when we pray, don't pray to get glory for you. Pray for God to receive glory. You know how Elijah, um, when at the altar, with the Baal altar, that story um, from Elijah, the reason that was able to happen, where God listened to him, and he performed that miracle is because God is because Elijah spent private time with God. He spent years alone with God. If you want to publicly have miracles happen, you need to be able to have private miracles with God. Because in private, if you can prove you're going to serve God, then God knows that public, publicly, you will serve him too. If God knows privately, and if God sees that you are just earnestly seeking him privately, not for attention, you're off by yourself, no one can see you, no one can hear you. If he sees that your desires are for you not to be heard, and for you to ask that his glory be, that he get all the glory, his will be done, then then he will consider publicly giving you um, the ability to pray out publicly and preach publicly and all that. But, guys, just make sure when you pray, you don't babble on like pigeons. Don't, like Jesus said, just like Jesus said, don't babble on with your many words because they think, those people who do that think they're going to be heard. It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. There are so many verses, so much scripture in the Bible that teach how to pray. All you got to do, you know, if, if you don't know where to look, if you got the Bible app, hit the search bar and put in pray, praying, put in how to pray, plenty of devotionals. A book I think I mentioned in the second episode was The Pleasure of His Company by Dutch Sheets. Um, that book will has taught me how to pray and taught me really how to have a conversation with God. There's one thing I want you to get from this is that do not think that because you say many words and you sound good, don't think God's listening just because you sound good in front of other people. You know, like the Holy Spirit was speaking before that if I mean, we, we, we need to understand that we can say the fanciest things. But if we don't intend for God to get the glory, then it's useless. If you don't know how to pray, ask God how he wants you to pray. 
you know, like was mentioned before, it may not be the way you want to pray, may not be the way you think is cool to pray, but if it glorifies God, that is all that matters. I don't care how you pray as long as it glorifies God. As long as it glorifies God. You know, just just sit and listen for God. You got to be patient with God. He's not going to answer you in two seconds. You have to be patient with God. He loves you and he desires you. He desires to break heavy chains that are on you. He desires to rip your burdens off. He desires to give you a huge, loving hug. But a lot of times, we don't accept the hug. God always has his hand out to pull you up out of your mud. But if we don't accept that hand, you're, it's just pride. It's just pride saying, I can do it on my own. And, you know, that's really all I feel right now. We're just going to pray. And I hope that you learn from this episode that I hope that, I just hope the Holy Spirit really teaches you how to pray. And pray for humbleness, guys. Pray for humbleness. Don't pray and, you know, don't be prideful when you pray. So, Lord, we just thank you for this episode. Thank you for the words you've spoken today. God, I just ask that you would just guide these people how to pray, Lord. You would just guide me how to be a better prayer, Lord. Help me to believe what I pray, Lord God. If the only thing I say is Jesus and I believe it, then that's all that matters. But if I go around and say the fanciest things and try and sound good, then what's the point? What is the point? Lord God, I just ask that you would just continually, Father, guide me on how to pray. Guide me on how to pray and how to give you glory, Lord. I thank you, Father, for just who you are, what you've done in my life, what you're getting ready to do, and the people who are listening. I thank you for what you're getting ready to do in their life, what you've done in their life, and what you're doing in their life right now, Lord. We praise you, Father, and I pray that you would get the glory alone, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this episode, Lord. I thank you for your allowing me to be a vessel for you. And I, I just pray, I speak that every single person listening would be a vessel for you, Lord. And in Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. You know, if this is the first episode you've listened to, make sure to go ahead and check out the previous episodes. And, you know, I just, I hope that each and every episode speaks to you because the Holy Spirit spoke in every single episode and I just thank you for support for all the support and thank you for just allowing me to be able to do this God and I thank you for y'all's support and thank you for listening and I will see you on the next episode next Wednesday